0: Are we ready, church? Hallelujah. Come on, we have prayed. We have fasted. We have given to it throughout the year, amen. The theme has been selected, crossover. Come on, our scripture has been selected. In First jo- uh, Joshua 1, 11, it says this, Pass through the camp and command the people saying, Prepare provisions for yourself. For within three days you will cross over this Jordan and you will go to possess the land which your Lord your God has given you to possess. Come on. The real question today is, are you ready? Somebody say, I'm ready. ready. Come on, somebody say, I'm ready. ready. Are you ready? Come on, this is it, church. Uh, The theme comes out in January. Come on the the new theme for our, our our year our focus point for the year God gives us a scripture amen as a, as I pray and fast amen for the direction of the new year and this was it amen of crossover and so since January we knew what the theme was since January we knew what the scripture was and throughout the year God has been ministering to us and showing us right here where where the the children of Israel are and preparing us and preparing you for this crossover. Are you ready to cross over? See, there are seasons in our lives that we have to cross over from. There are adjustments. There are transitions in our lives. Some of us are in a transition right now. Some of you guys are in a transition within your home, within your own personal walk. Uh, there, are, there are crossovers that we need to make. You make crossovers in marriages. You make crossovers with your children. You make crossovers in life. Can somebody say amen? So there are different crossovers that we go with, but there's always a crossover in our lives. Crossover means there's an adjustment and change. And God wants to bring change in your life. Can somebody say amen? God wants to bring change in your life to bring you blessing because if you know the story here, amen, God is about to cross the children of Israel into the promises of God. Amen. The thing is, are you ready for the crossover? Have you made the necessary provisions for yourself in this crossover? Joshua tells the people, get your provisions ready. In three days, somebody say three days. Come on, say three days. Come on, three days you will cross over. It says you will cross over. It does not say might. It does not say maybe, but we will say I will come on somebody i will i will cross over you you got to be ready church because the enemy can come and he'll throw things at you to cause confusion saying you're not really ready Come on, you can't cross over. he will start to point things in your life. he will start to show situations in your life that are not right, amen, and says, how can you be ready? How can you say you can cross over when you're doing this, dealing with this, dealing with that, amen? And so how many know the devil's a liar? Come on, come on. You got to believe that. Come on, God has provision. And so God's saying, you got to make your provisions. You got to be ready in three days. Let me tell you, in three days, the church is crossing over. Next Sunday, the church is going to make a crossover. Come on, whether you're in there or not, amen. This church, PCLV, will cross over. The definition of provision is this. The fact or the state. Of being prepared beforehand. Amen. Are we prepared church? Are you prepared? Come on, you need to talk back to me. Amen. Otherwise, you just, I'm just seeing people. <laughs> Come on, let me know that you're prepared. Are you prepared? Are you ready church? See, you cannot cross over if you're not ready. You cannot cross over if you think so. You got to know so. Come on, you cannot cross over assuming that you're, everything's all right, I'm ready to go. No, you've got to know that you know that you know that inside of me I'm going to make a crossover. Next, month, next week, amen, I'm going to cross over to something greater. Come on, there are crossovers already taking place in your life right now, but God wants to give you the ultimate crossover. He wants to bless you. Somebody say, bless me. God wants to bless you, and there are so many things on the other side. We've been talking throughout the years, there are things on this side of the Jordan that keep you there. They keep you bound there, amen, that you cannot go anymore, amen, because you're going in circles and circles and hearing the same things. And God says, you need to make the provisions, you need to make the preparations, amen, to cross over. You cannot cross over if you're not ready. You cannot cross over if you think you're ready. You've got to know that you're ready. God's been speaking to our church all year. Make your provisions. Prepare yourself. And God's been cleaning house. Come on, somebody. God has been dealing with lives. God's been dealing with people. God has been dealing with marriages. God's been dealing with individuals, amen. He is preparing his church, amen. And he is preparing PCLV, amen. Come on here in our text, the new leader Joshua commanded his leaders tell the people, get their provisions ready. The Lord has placed within my heart, in my spirit as the leader of this house to make provisions. Amen, make preparations, amen, in order to make the crossover. In order to make that crossover and to step into the, the promise of God, uh, the leadership of this house has presented it throughout the years, amen, uh, throughout this year, amen. Uh, God has spoken over it in our services and has spoken prophetically in this place. Prepare yourselves. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Are you ready? Oh, I don't think so. Are you ready? Yes. Come on, like I said, you gotta know, I'm ready. Somebody say, I'm ready. I'm ready. You, you you gotta let, you gotta tell yourself because self is who you need to convince. Yes. The devil's gonna try to convince you, but you gotta convince yourself, I'm ready. Do we have problems? Yes. Are we going through situations? yes come on Uh, but you know what I'm ready for this crossover I'm ready to get away from this old life I'm ready to stop doing this and start doing that I'm ready to give myself completely and fully to God amen I am ready to cross over amen Uh, come on Uh, I'm not gonna let this hold me back I want to be the man of God that God called me to be I'm gonna be the father that God called me to be I'm gonna be the pastor that God called me to be I'm gonna be the leader that God called me to be I am ready for this crossover or Are you ready, church? You gotta be ready. You gotta tell the devil, I'm ready. You can huff and puff all you want, but you're not blowing this house down. You're not gonna come into my home. You're not gonna take my kids. You're not gonna come and interfere with my marriage or my finances. I know who my God is. He's Jehovah Rapha. Jehovah Jireh. He's your healer, your provider, church. You gotta know who the God you serve. See, the God on the other side of the Jordan wants to show you how big he really, really is. We, we have a small glance of what, what he's done in our lives, and yes, we had some great victories, but oh, come on, there's so much more, church. Come on, just saving you wasn't enough. Come on, no, it was a miracle. God has so much in store for you. That's why he told the children of Israel before, you know what, don't dwell on the past. Come on, now, open your eyes. I'm about to do a new thing in your life. How many want a new thing? Come on, I I don't want to relive something old, amen. I want something brand new. Come on, I want brand new. Come on, somebody. Praise the Lord. Are you ready, church? See, how throughout the year, God has spoken. And he has spoken to this church. He has spoken to individuals. He has spoken to situations. God has been making the necessary adjustments in our lives throughout the year. How many know that when you make adjustments, sometimes it hurts? Somebody say, ouch. (laughs) Come on, it hurts, amen. Adjustments cost you. Come on, uh, uh, come on, we've been feeling that. We've been feeling the adjustments. We've been feeling the tugs, amen. People, come on, uh, have going through seasons, amen. Uh, they're going through different crossovers in their lives depending, uh, on the different choices that they make because it depends on the choices. That's why we got to pray. Somebody say pray when we need to make a choice. We can't just make the choice without prayer. Come on, there has to be adjustments, there has to be sacrifices, and we're feeling that God's doing some things in our life. You're wondering, why am I going through this? Why is that old stuff popping up from the past? Because God wants you to get rid of it, amen. He wants you to have victory over it, and he wants you to cross over from it. And so these things have to, they have to come up once again, amen, to show man there's still dirt inside of you, there's still sin inside of you, there's still stuff that you're dealing with that you thought you had in control, but you haven't had it in control because every cycle that thing comes back up. Come on, somebody say amen. Come on, these are you know the things within you, hallelujah. Come on, that that same woman, that old man, that old woman rises up and says, man, I thought that woman, I thought that man was dead. But there she is hello <laughs> come on and she comes full force come on men too come on hallelujah come on women say amen hallelujah come on spouses amen we, we know the old inside of us and so God has to bring this up amen in order for the crossover because we can't just say I, I got it all together because nobody does Come on, that's why Paul says, I I don't know. I don't have it all together. I'm not saying I have it all together. But one thing I do is forget what's behind and I stray towards what's ahead, amen, through the high calling in Christ Jesus. It's about going forward, church, not staying backwards and not staying in those situations. It's about making yourself the improvements that you need to make, the adjustments that you need to make in your life in order to step into the blessings of God. When things are out of line, church, there needs to be an alignment. There has to be an alignment. Tell yourself, I'm out of line. <laughs> come on, come on. Some of us were out of line, church. We we got We need an alignment. Come on, somebody. Come on. If a car is out of alignment, what happens to Pastor Vic? Come on. It, 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 it pulls. If it's not aligned, it's not going to go straight, amen. It'll veer off, amen. It'll pull you in the wrong direction, amen. And so what you got to do is you got to fight the steering wheel to keep the alignment going straight. I'm going straight, but it wants to go this way, and it wants to go that way, so you fight to get it going straight. But eventually, amen, come on, hallelujah, But eventually, if you don't get that fix, if you don't get the alignment done that you need in your car, eventually the tire or the tires are going to wear, amen, and start to wear down, amen, and create more potential problems. Can you say amen? Amen. Come on. Well, church, amen, without an alignment in our walk, amen, you will not walk straight. Some of you guys are walking like this. Oh, I'll be there. (laughs) You're going here and then you veer off, amen. Oh, he finally got it. Oh, there he goes again. Hallelujah. So we start to veer off to the left and we start to veer off to the right in our walks. Come on. You may not see it, amen, because physically you think you're walking straight, but spiritually I see swerving, amen. I see you're not walking straight. You're like, hey, hey, well, I'm over here. No, I'm over there, amen. You you don't, We. can somebody say amen? Come on. Don't look at me that you haven't walked that way. I see you guys when you walk in. Amen. Now, there's veering. Amen. There's something going on in our lives because we need an alignment in our walk with God. We need an adjustment, Lord. We need an alignment. We need a Holy Ghost alignment. Don't look for a deal to try to fix your alignment. Amen. How many know that we look for deals. Amen. We want an alignment in our car. And so we say, hey, that's the cheapest one. Let's get it there. The, the cheapest doesn't mean better. You're gonna have to pay some good money for a good alignment. Come on, don't try to get a shortcut, amen, with a, with a, with a prayer or something I'm gonna put on and that's it, amen. No, you gotta pray, you gotta seek, you gotta do some things if you want a holy alignment in your life. We need to make some provisions and we need to make some preparations, church. We need some adjustments, listen, beforehand. That's why he says go to the, go tell the people, make, time to make the provisions, the necessary adjustments. We got to do this beforehand, church. You can't wait for the well and say the well is going to fix it all. And you did nothing all year. You had to make some preparations. God's been saying, prepare yourself, get ready, get ready, make provisions, make preparations. Amen. If you want me to do something at the well for you. That when we come, amen, and we're we're right there, amen, and we're about to cross over, the preparations have been made, the provisions have been made, the adjustments have been made, and we're ready to hear the voice of God say, okay, ready, cross. God's going to speak very prophetically on crossing, church. And I'm speaking ahead of time that God is going to meet you, and all of us are going to hear that voice, cross, it's time to cross. I made the preparations. I prayed. We fasted. We're ready, church. Like I said, the church is crossing. Will you be part of the church crossing? Will you be part of the individuals? Because we got to cross together, church. And I ministered that last week that we need to do this together, but we can't force you. We can't make you get the alignment that you need. you got to find yourself that you're veering off, and you think, no, no, there's something wrong with me. There's something wrong with me. God, I I need an adjustment. I need an alignment in my life. God, I'm walking. I think I'm God and and I'm just struggling to to go straight. But there's things within my life. Come on. Some of us here, we walk in the slant. (laughs) We can't can't even be straight. I mean, we're just in a slant. You stand like this. You walk like that. Amen. We're, we're, We're slant walking. We're slant walking Christians, amen. We, we don't have it all together. We're just trying to make it. We're trying to stay on the, on the straight and narrow, amen. We're trying to make it in, amen. And we're fighting all these things and what you do, uh, come on, you, you it's going to wear on you. Uh, come on, you're going to fall. You're going to give into that slant, amen. You need a Holy Ghost alignment, amen. Say, God, I don't want to walk like this. Uh, it's hard, amen. Uh, I'm trying to make a, put a front. I'm trying to think I have it together. And God, I'm dealing with stuff in my life. That's why this side of the shoe is all worn out. It's all worn out. It's like it's, it's like that, amen. You're you're slant walking, and you think and you think just buying a new pair of shoes is going to fix it. But pretty soon that shoe is going to get worn out too. Because you did nothing. You made a cheap adjustment and says that's not going to fix the problem. You need a Holy Ghost adjustment. Amen. And you need an again alignment. Amen. In order to get it fixed. Come on. We're trying to force the church. We're trying to stay in the straight and narrow. We're trying to, to do our things. We're trying to put up the front. We're trying to be the who we need to be. Amen. We say the right words. Uh, you know, just because you say praise the Lord and hallelujah doesn't mean that you're not in the slant. We, we know the words. We know the scriptures even to quote. Thinking we're all that. Oh, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And you're like this. Are you ready, church? Without change, without adjustments, without making the necessary provisions, it's going to wear on you and wear on you, and your problem will get worse. I've seen Christians try to think they got it in control, and really in reality they don't, and marriages fall apart. Homes fall apart. Individuals backslide because they thought they had it in control, and they were in a slant all the time. They're worrying. They saying, man, why is it so hard? Why why is it so hard? I'm trying to do the... In reality, you want to do good. In the reality, you love God. I'm not saying you don't, but there are things that we're not making the necessary provisions in our lives, the necessary adjustments in our lives to put us back straight, and to walk with God saying, I... I'm in love with God totally and fully. I'm gonna serve God and I'm gonna give my life to Him. Those things, those statements have to come out of your mouth for you to do that, church. For some of us, you guys say, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. I'm tired of the circle. Come on, that's what happened to the children of Israel in this story here. Come on, they're wandering for 40 years. Some of us are walking in a slant and we're going and veering off instead of the direction where God wants us to take us, we're we're veering off with our own choices. We're veering off in our own things that are inside our lives. And they're pulling us away from the things of God. They'll wear on you. As I said, the problems will get worse. Listen, church. Can I throw a heavy rebbe at you? You cannot serve God and still sin. Do you know that there's Christians thinking that they can do that? <laughs> that they can serve God and sin because they come to Sunday and say, forgive me, and yet they, they go and do it again. And again, those are the veering off church. You cannot serve God and sin. Come on. Though we're all sinners. Come on. Somebody say amen. Come on, but, but there are things that you need to stop doing. You cannot serve God and not obey. You cannot be rebellious and say, I love God. It does not align, churches. It does not match with your walk. There are some adjustments that need to be done inside your life. There are provisions that you need to make in your life, amen, to stop you from being rebellious, to stop you from disobeying God. We need to make some preparations, some provisions, amen, if you are going to make the crossover. The question is, are you ready? Nobody. That's all right. Are you ready? Yes. Do you want it? <laughs> Do you need it? <laughs> we, we need this crossover, church. This is not some fancy thing that I thought of. Amen. This was not something I was driving as a crossover. Okay, I'll use that. No, no. This is, this is God speaking to your leader in this house through prayer and gives me this, 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 this vision of crossover, gives me the scripture to match it up. And he says, I'm taking your church to a crossover. Prepare them. Let them make the necessary preparations and the provisions that they need in their life because something's about to cross over in 2023. Do you know that there's still people stuck in 2020? COVID really messed up a lot of people. It really did. And, and, and we don't say that now because we, we've learned some stuff, amen, but, but some people are still stuck there. That's why some people didn't come back. There are people that are stuck in that thinking, I can't go any further, so fear has gripped them, and now they can't slip into the promises of God. Are you listening, church? We got to make the necessary provisions. The children of Israel here in the book of Joshua I mean, have been wandering in the wilderness for 40 long years. They have been veering off their walk, amen. They have, some have gone to the left and some have gone to the right, amen, because they did not trust God. They rebelled against God and they were living in sin. And because of that, God did not let that generation go into the promised land. Come on, if you go back to the book of Numbers, amen, chapter 14, verse 2, it says, their voices, and this is the voices of the people of Israel. This is the church, and I I can reflect that this is the church today on some churches, not this church, but some churches, amen, hallelujah. But it says right here, their voices rose in a great chorus of protest against Moses and Aaron. If we only had died in Egypt, or even here in the wilderness, they complain. He, They even told God, amen. Why are you taking us into a country only to die in battle? They even said, let's just choose a new leader. And let's just go back. A leader that would take us back to Egypt. Come on, how many want to go back to Egypt? <laughs> Come on. That's what God delivered us from, and we want to go back to that. Come on, imagine a leader coming in, let's go back, and he says, let's go sin. Let's just go party, let's just have a good time, let's just go back to our, our life it was. Wasn't it better? See, this is what they were saying. Man, we didn't we have this over there? Didn't we have that? We can eat this, did that. But yeah, you were in bondage. They forget the bondage part. They forget the whipping part. They forget the, the, the all that they went through, amen, yet they were just thinking about food. Thinking about themselves, thinking this is easy. You know, well, transitions, adjustments, alignments hurt. They cost church. And they didn't want to make the necessary provisions in their lives, amen, to trust their God who says, I'm giving you a land. It's already yours. Hello? How many know that God has given you promises already? Uh, God has given you your family. Uh, God has given you uh, d- uh, 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 just uh, uh, getting uh, delivered and, and breaking bondage and struggles over your life. He's already given it to you. He says the victory is yours, church. It belongs to you. I fight your battles. Victory is mine, says God. And if God is in us and lives in us, guess what? Victory's in you. Somebody say, victories in me. So you got to stand in that. But the people didn't want that. They didn't believe that. They said, no, man, only if we died in Egypt. Only if we, we die even in this wilderness, they complain. We want a new leader that will take us back to Egypt. So God tells them, you want to die here in the desert? He says, Okay. Did you know that? He says, I'm going to give you what you want then. I'm going to give you what you want. So what? That's what you want? You're going to wander for 40 years until this entire rebellious generation drops dead. Because it came out of your mouth, not mine. They spoke it and God says, that's what you want? You'll die here then. You want to trust me? You want to believe me? Did you know he wanted to wipe them out? He wanted to just take them out right there, but Moses, the leader, you know, he, he talked to the Lord. Amen. He 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 he, he kind of just told him some things, and, and the Lord listened. Wasn't that awesome? That the Lord sometimes will listen to us, and here he is. He, he's saying, "Come on, don't do that. They'll they'll talk about you bad. They'll they'll say what well, you know. They'll talk they'll talk all kinds of madness about you. Don't do that. All right, all right. But they're not going in. They're going to drop dead right here." That's what they want. That's what they're going to get. So here they are. A new generation is ready to enter the promised land. Ready to enter their Canaan. A land flowing with what? Milk. And somebody say, honey. You got to say, honey. A land that's good. plentiful. I'm going to take you to this land right here that's flowing with milk and honey. Somebody say, oh, yeah. Yeah. Come on. But God prepares. Listen. God prepares both Joshua and a nation by teaching them the importance of courageous and consistent faith. Somebody say faith. faith. How many know that we need to be courageous and consistent in our faith today? Come on. We we need this in our lives. If you're going to cross over, you need faith, church. Come on, somebody say faith. Faith. There has to be faith inside. There has to be faith in trusting God, that whatever he says he's going to do, he's going to do. You can take it to the bank, amen. He will prompt, whatever he says will accomplish what it says he's going to do. And so what if he sends forth his word, it's going to accomplish that. He's spoken over the children of Israel. He's spoken over the churches, over the generations from that day on. Amen. He's always spoken of taking us forward, taking us past, taking us to the blessings of God. He's always talked about it. But the problem that lies within the church, that lies within the individual is faith. We lack it at sometimes. We got tested with our faith during COVID. Guess what? Our faith Got revealed. Hallelujah. Come on. People really exposed who they really were during that COVID time. Come on. You got to understand his faith. You got to be courageous and you got to be consistent in that. Something that this leader was. Joshua was courageous. Joshua was radical. Him and his partner, Caleb, amen. These guys were radical. They always stood consistent in their faith. Question is, are you ready? Three people. Oh, man, I got three people on that one. Three times. Somebody say three times. Three times God tells Joshua in Joshua chapter 1, 6, 1, 7, 1 9, He says, be strong and courageous. Verse 7 says, be strong and very courageous. Verse 9 says, this is my command. Be strong and courageous. Are you ready, church? you got to be strong, and you got to be courageous. Joshua 1, 6 through 9 says this. Be strong and courageous, for you are the one that will lead these people to possess all the land I swore their ancestors I will give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you. Do not deviate. I need some water. Hallelujah deviate from them amen turn to either the right or to the left somebody say stay straight come on and then you will be successful in everything that you do Uh, study somebody say study study this book of instruction study the word of god amen continually meditate on it day and night and be sure to obey everything written in it only then will you prosper and succeed in all that you do this is my command be strong and courageous do not be afraid do not be discouraged for the lord your god is with you wherever you go tell your neighbor he's with you he'll never abandon you come on don't lose faith in god god is always there and god will always be there church Come on, from there, Joshua tells them, after hearing this, this is instructions to him, and now he's telling the people, amen. From there, he says, make your provisions. Make your preparations. We have to do this beforehand. We have to get ready. This is a good leader here. God speaks to him, and he obeys it. Because he has strong, courageous, and consistent faith God has never failed Joshua even when the first first uh, set of people did not go into the promise that did not shake him he already knew he already knew that why they didn't cross but he stood there faithful he stood there saying God is going to do this amen come on if you don't church if you don't make these necessary adjustments If you don't make the provisions in your life, amen, for this crossover, you will keep on wandering. Come on, you will veer off to the left. You'll veer off to the right, amen, and eventually, listen, church, you'll drop dead without receiving any promise from God. I'm not saying that you won't be saved. I'm not saying you won't get into heaven, but you won't step into the blessings. You'll continue to have the struggles that you're having. You'll continue to have in the hard times that you're having. You'll continue to go in circles. You'll continue to walk in a slant. You'll continue to walk this way when God's telling you to go that way. And he's saying, I'm taking you to a promise. And you veer off to to the left. You veer off to the right, amen. Because you're not being consistent in your faith. Come on, there are Christians today. And I'm not saying they won't get in heaven. There are Christians today that will walk in their struggle the rest of their life because they simply don't trust God. They love God. They don't want to go back to to the world, but they're still struggling. They're going through the things. They don't want to make a change. They don't want to make the adjustments. They don't want to do what they need to do. They don't want to pray. They don't want to read. But that's a very scary place to live, church, because in that walk there, and you, and you know the, what the book of Revelation says about lukewarmness. I, I don't, I don't want to live that way. I want to know that I know I'm ready. I'm serving God, amen. Yeah, I'll struggle. Yeah, I'm going to fall, but I know how to repent. And I know how to get back up and get on my feet and start walking straight, going forward, amen. I'm not veering off. I'm not going this way, going that way. Come on, we, we go over. We go around church. We go forward. Come on, somebody. And so you got to understand, church, that we, we we won't step into the blessings of God if we live that way. And I, I don't want to hear those words, amen, when I'm standing before God on judgment day away from me for I never knew you. That is a scary place to live. That is a scary way to walk with God. You got to be consistent and courageous in your faith. Somebody say, I trust God. You got to trust him even in those hard times, church. That's when God shows you who God is. He wants to show, give him that opportunity, yet we bail on him. Come on, the children of Israel see miracle after miracle after miracle after miracle. And still they're saying, talking to God, oh, we should have died in Egypt. We should have, we should have died here. And man, the parting of the Red Sea. I'm in. Hallelujah. Come on, I ain't going to question God no more. Come on on that. And yet, They do. Even this generation that's about to cross over had their doubts. God gives them a great victory, but then they lose against AI, who was a small nobody that they should have just wiped out, but they didn't listen to God again. We have that problem, church. (laughs) We need to get things right. It's in us. (laughs) Why? Because the sinful nature lives inside of us. That's why Paul says, crucify, 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 crucify that flesh die to yourself come on that's why i preach it here crucify crucify you got to crucify that old man that old woman if you don't that woman's gonna it's gonna rise up all it takes is a push all it takes is a little incident all it takes is the devil throwing some dirt at you and but what (laughs) i've seen you women go get crazy amen You guys say what, and the guys go like, "Look at me." There's a problem there, man. The women are more fighters than the men. Hello. Come on, we need men to lead. Come on, somebody. We need our men, our husbands to lead us, amen, and say, come on, get a hold of that and pray and be the covering that you need to be in your home and be the priest that God has called you to be, amen. And ladies, cheer them on and say, you are the man of the God, amen. You are my priest, amen. Let Put them in position. They just need a little rubbing, amen. They, they just need a little confidence. You're my man. You can do all that. Really? You know, that's all it takes. <laughs> Man, my wife starts coming me, I, I start kicking my feet. <laughs> she starts rubbing me, I like get excited, hallelujah. <laughs> when she starts being that cheerleader to me and say, Oh, you the man of man, I'm like, yeah, I am, huh? Yeah. But let them lead you guys, wives. Don't just talk about it and then throw them back, back down, leave them there. God's going to work on him, but the more that you can put confidence in him, the more that he starts to believe in who he is. This generation puts down these men. I know there's women's live and they want to be strong and there's nothing wrong with that, but God has an order in the house, church, and the man is the top. I'm not saying they're better. I'm not saying they rule and reign. No, but they are meant to be there to protect and love their wives. I love you, baby. And if you love your wives and you treat your wives right, they have no problem submitting and say you're the leader. Because you have confidence in your man because you gave them that confidence. That's what men need today, church. That's what this generation needs today is to put things back in order because the enemy has put it upside down. It's the truth, church. I'm not, I'm not saying putting down things or making women less or nothing. I'm not saying that. Don't, 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 don't hear what I'm not saying. <laughs> The enemy's trying to put things. No, no, no. I'm saying this is the order of God. And we're gonna follow the order of God, then we can follow into the blessings of God, and everything will be okay. Can somebody say amen? amen. Come on, I've gone around this camp for this year, church, saying, get ready. Get ready. Stop complaining. Sis, hey, bro, get it right. We've been doing that all year, church. Start following people want to sit down and counsel with me. I say, have you done this? No. Well, we can't talk then. You got to do these, the things that we're talking. Re- Did you read your word? Are you praying? Are you seeking God? Did God really tell you that? Yeah, I prayed and he said, I got to leave her. <laughs> That's not God. <laughs> that is not God. Hallelujah. That is all. That is all you. <laughs> God would never say that, church. Come on. Got confirmation. My brother said the same thing. That is not right, church. Come on. Get ready. Stop complaining. Just start following. Follow the leader. Paul says, Follow me as I follow Christ. Follow me as I follow Christ. Come on. I'm not going to take you down no, no, no alley. I'm not going to let somebody rob you. I'm not going to let somebody pounce on you. I'm here to protect you as a, as an undership. Me and my wife are here to lead you guys into the promises of God. Amen. You got to believe that. Amen. I want the best for you. And I want God to bless you above, beyond your imagination, God. That's what I want for you guys. Amen. Is that God will bless you. Come on, if I'm preaching some weird gospel up here, then by way, leave, hallelujah. I don't want you to follow a man that's trying to do tell you to do this and that. I'm going to preach out of the word of God, amen. I'm going to give you what the Lord God says, amen, and what he's dropped in my spirit to you guys. Start following. We talked about devotion last, last, uh, last week, amen, that we need to be devoted to the things of God. Devoted to the church. Come on, that's what's required for unity in our lives. Come on, we just went through a series of love, right? Are you still loving each other? (laughs) Come on, some of you guys get right with each other. Come on, we got to get things right, amen. We got to must love one another. We got to, we get the things that we do for God should be out of love, amen. Uh, Loving God, loving each other will enable us, listen church, to cross over. It's one of the things that's required that we must love people. Come on. Look at someone and say, I love you. Love you, Brother Earl. Brother Rocky. Love you guys. I I don't say it just to say it. I love you guys. Don't don't just point and don't look at them. Love you. (laughs) What's that? We've got to love each other. Love it is not demonstrated in words. Love is demonstrated in actions. Come on, we know if you really love by your actions. Because everybody can say, I love you. And even sometimes, even that, you can catch it. I love you. <laughs> That's not good. Come on, last week we, we I ministered, like I said, crossing over starts in love. We need to be devoted to God, to the church and to one another, devoted to the teachings and the fellowship in order to cross over. Are you ready? This past Wednesday, during our fast, come on, we continue to make the necessary provisions. If you weren't here, we were covering you in prayer. If people that didn't make it, we were covering PCLB. We were covering this church. We were covering whoever walks through these doors. Amen. You got to know you're covered. Even as you walked in, you're already covered. Come on. I don't believe people just walk in to walk in. No, there's a covering. God has a covering over you guys. You know, there's transitions. Maybe there's a there's a, a crossroad, there's a crossover in your life. God brings you and you're looking for that crossover. Amen. God is bringing provision. He does not just lead you to lead you. You're not just here to be here, right? God has you. God knows you. God loves you. And so he always looks, even beforehand, even our prayers, church, listen, not only cover our brothers and sisters that are not here, but covers those that are going to come here. Do you know that? You're praying for, we're praying for Las Vegas. We're praying for people that are out there to come in here, amen, that we can fellowship and we can grow and we can cross over not only as a church, but as a city, hallelujah. We're here to take a city for Jesus Christ, amen. We're praying for those out there that are wandering, looking for their adjustments, making their provisions for a crossover for their lives. But we came together and we prayed and made the necessary uh, provisions and the necessary adjustments for our crossover. We came over and we pray for repentance. How many of you know that that's where it starts? We got to repent from our sins. We got to repent, repent, repent. I, I love David, and that's what made David a, a man after God's own heart because he knew how to repent. Come on, he wrote, come on, he wrote with the song that we sing. Amen. Come on, teach me, oh God. Show me, God. Show me those things within me. Show those things that are inside of me uh, that, are, that, are, that, 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 are, that are against you and, and lead me to the path of everlasting. Come on, display those things inside me. God, show me those things. See, if you ask God to pray and you pray that way, God, show me what's in me. Guess what? He'll show you what's in you. We don't pray that because we don't want to see that. But those are the things that got shaking in order for our crossover. We got to say God, expose, search my heart, oh God, what wicked thing is inside of me and lead me to the path of everlasting what's inside of me. Create in me a clean heart, oh God. Take not thy holy spirit. Where's that cry at? God, holy spirit, I don't want you to leave me. You're my friend, you're my everything. Why don't we call out to the holy spirit? The comforter that was came to give us revelation. We don't know what to do. Then call on the Holy Spirit. Pastor's not picking up his phone. Call on the Holy Spirit. It's about a relationship with God Almighty. Come on. We can have a relationship with me and you, but my thing is to build a relationship that you can have with God. He is your everything. I'm here to guide. I'm here to help. Amen. But He's the one that holds all the answers. Call out to God. Call out to the Holy Spirit. Let him be your best friend. Can somebody say amen? God, show me my heart. We pray for repentance. We cannot cross over with sin, church. Sin has to stay on this side. Sin has to be your past. We need to repent from our ways, whether it's attitudes, unforgiveness, grudges, I mean, all that's bad too. Come on, we got to forgive one another. We got to forgive family. Stop holding people thinking, man, I got them and I'm going to be mad at them for the rest of my life. But all you are, you're the one that's in prison. You're the prisoner. Let it go, church, and you'll find true freedom comes to you. Repenting for praying, for people to pray, read, seek. Come on, start giving. All, all that's part of it, church. And start applying. Hello. The things that we learn, we got to apply. This past Wednesday, we prayed for faith over fear. Come on, fear will not allow you to cross over, church. Fear will keep you wandering, veering off. Come on, remember the reports of the first 12 spies that they sent to go out and do the report? All of them, all of them, all 12 came that the land is good. It's good. It's uh, There's a lot there, man. Man, you should see the grapes. Man, it's a good land. But 10 of them said there's giants. They're huge. Stand up, Brother Mario. Huge. There they are. (laughs) They're huge. They'll destroy us. They're feeding all this garbage to the people while the other two say, we can take the land. Let's go for it. Let's do it. Amen. The Lord said it's already ours. You know who they are, right? Caleb and Joshua. In Numbers chapter 13, 6 through 9, it says this. Two men who explored the land, Joshua, son of Nun, and Caleb, tore their clothing and said to the people of Israel, the land we travel through and explore is a wonderful land. The Lord is pleased with us. If the Lord is pleased with us, if the Lord is pleased with us, he will bring us into safety into the land that He's given us, uh, a rich land flowing with milk and honey. Do not, somebody say, do not, somebody say, do not. do not, do not rebel against the Lord and do not be afraid of the people of the land. They are only helpless prey to us and they have no protection. But the Lord is with us. Do not be afraid of them. Come on, these two men. Uh, come on, that was, that had faith. Consistent, courageous faith, amen, stood there and they believed the words of God. He says, I'm giving you land. They held on to The, the land's already ours. I don't care who's out there. I don't care, amen. Come on, their, their old homies are there, whatever they are. They cannot touch you. They cannot harm you, amen. Come on, they have no protection. We got God. We can take the land. But the people were gripped with fear from the 10 bad reports. I mean, if you get too bad and 10, too good and 10 bad, you're going to lean on the bad, right? They outvote you. I mean, oh, it's really bad. These guys are too radical. But I mean, we need some radical people in the church today that simply believe God. Hallelujah. Come on, these people were gripped in fear with a bad report and they stopped not trusting God and forget all the words that God spoke to them. And they started to rebel against the Lord, amen. In our provisions, we prayed against rebellion and disobedience. amen. Like I said, if you disobey, you'll stay, hallelujah. If you disobey, you're going to stay, Come on, we've been praying for the leading of the Holy Spirit, which is our ultimate leader, guys. Come on, God has spoken prophetically over us, but we have to obey and not rebel and trust. Somebody say, I'm going to trust. In Joshua 1.5, as I'm wrapping this up, Joshua reminds the people there once again, or God's reminding Joshua here once again, no one will be able to stand against you, Joshua, as long as you live. I, the Lord, I, your God, I, your everything, will be with you as I was with with Moses, and I will not fail you, or will I abandon you. He brings the assurance. He says, this man has strong, consistent, courageous faith. I'm just going to remind my son I'm going to be with you and you can do this. And that is all that Joshua needed. Go tell the camp to get their provisions ready because in three days we are crossing over. We're going to make this crossover church. He knows in his heart. He knows that he knows we're going to go take the land and he puts it onto his people. The land is ours, church. Whether you believe it or not, whether you can look around this crowd and say there's some empty seats. No, the land is ours. Vegas is ours. Vegas is ours, church. The vision that God gave me in Vegas when I came out from Vegas, from California, to come here to start this church is coming to pass. It took 23 years, but there's been things and distractions and all kinds of stuff, and I'd had children of Israel. I had people, ah, leave us in Egypt. We had it all here, hallelujah. Don't tell me what to do. We <laughs> yeah, had people leave, people come back. We've gone through some seasons, and we've gone through some things, amen, but we, were not the pe- we are now the people, church, to cross over. And everything that he spoke to me, 20 plus, 23 plus years ago is coming to pass now. Why? Because of God is a man of his word. And I'm still holding on with courageous faith and believing God that God is going to do something in this church, in this city for God. I believe that. and God had to remind me of that. He said, son, it's time to cross over. I'm going to be with you. I won't fail you. I won't abandon you. But the land is yours. And I'm crazy enough to believe we can take the land. By you. You got to be more radical than that. <laughs> got to be in your face like, yeah, we can take it. We got to be like Joshua and Caleb. We can take the land. Let the devil hear that from you. You can take your cities, you can take your families, you can take your kids, church. We can take back our marriages. Come on, somebody. Come on. No one can say different. Why? Because God is for us, not against us. He'll always be with us. Question is, are you ready? As I close today, this is my second close. I got five more. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. As I close today, God promised Israel. And God has promised us by saying wherever you set your foot on, it will be yours. Come on. No one, absolutely no one will be able to stand against you. I will not fail you and I will not abandon you. The question is, will you trust God? Are you ready? Listen, we are truly stronger and better together. I need you, and you need me. Together we can make it. Together we can fight the battles that the enemy's coming against us. Come on, let's work as a team. Let's make the well next weekend a place to be refreshed. And those that are coming, those that are investing, those guests that we have coming into our house will also have crossovers. Listen, In their walks as well. I'll close with this. Ephesians chapter 4, 16. He makes the whole body fit together perfectly. As each part does its own special work. It helps the other parts grow. So that the whole body is healthy. And growing and full of love. Philippians 2, 2 says this. Then make me happy. Truly happy by agreeing wholeheartedly. With each other. Loving one another. And working together with one mind and one purpose. Amen. Amen. Come on, let's all stand up together.